You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for the week of May 1st, 2023. Wow, May is a very busy month with a lot of tumult, a lot of stuff going on, but nothing we can't handle, obviously, or we wouldn't be here handling it like we are so wonderfully. One of the things that is a big deal going on this week is that we do have Pluto going retrograde. We also have Mercury in the Sun conjunct, which is a big energy. There really is a lot going on because we're heading up into the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. That is big energy. It's also opposition, the lunar nodes and Uranus, which is also a big deal. So you're probably feeling it. There's a lot of like, um, because it's a Mercury retrograde, there's been a lot of like, oh, I, I was going this direction, but oh, maybe that's not going to work out. So there's kind of looking at things maybe with more information now while you look back and try to gather information. Like Mercury retrograde is always so good for the the redoing, reorganizing, rethinking, all the rewords. Almost all of them work for Mercury retrograde. So it has to do with our mental programming and our thought processes and our communications, technology, travel. It's like connecting things is what Mercury does. So yeah, it's not a real good time to try to like charge ahead, but it is a good time to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. So that's a good way to use it. It can also bring people from your past or people that you... I guess from your past, people that you've known before, or you've had situations with. Sometimes it was unfinished business and, and you have to finish it off and get things sorted. Other times they can bring you things that you've lost and that you didn't know you had still, which is always a nice thing, like a piece of jewelry you lost or maybe money that you lost can show up in Mercury Retrograde. So it is, it, it can be good times. It's retrograde until May 14th. So kind of slow your jets and take it easy and just go with the flow right now because the flow is powerful. And there's stuff going on that we need to just kind of make sure that we are grounded and make sure we're healthy and we're taking care of ourselves and feeling good in our bodies, just making sure that we're we're covering all the bases to do the things we need to do to take proper care of ourselves. So coming up to the Scorpio full moon and lunar eclipse, it's a partial lunar eclipse, and it will be visible in Asia, Africa, Australia, Pacific and Indian Oceans, and Eastern Europe. It's exact at 1022 Pacific Standard Time and AM, 1022 AM, and then the full moon will be about 12 minutes later. So they're very closely conjunct, and it's it's quite powerful because it shows us the direction that we're going. And also with the full moon, like what are we letting go of? Scorpio is always, um, it has to do with the the nitty gritty, the dark stuff, the, the compost material, the things that we have buried and hidden and don't want to deal with, but we need to deal with because that's life and it's that stuff that we deal with that helps us make space for good stuff to come to us. So it's tricky. You might be feeling stressed out or feeling um, Scorpio type things. What else can be Scorpio? Scorpio can have to do with abandonment and betrayal and, but also like an intensity and a transformation too. So there's 
there's always this instinct for Scorpio. It's the intense sign of the zodiac. And it can be drawn to quite intense, disturbing situations, but it's also there to transform the situations, to expose what's being hidden and secret and, and like what's going on behind the scenes or dirty, dark secrets of the world are ruled by Scorpio, not necessarily because it's the perpetrator of these terrible situations, but because it's there to expose the situation in some way. So... I wonder what we're going to find out. There's there's a lot of energy here, like Jupiter is active and we've got Uranus, also the truth energy, like it, it will shock us and we'll get sudden bolts of understanding and sudden bolts of information. That's how it's a very electric energy that can just sort of occur to us in one big dump or download. So it'll be interesting to see, I like, I feel like this sort of energy and eclipses also often have to do with leaders or the, or countries in general and what's going on in the, those countries. So it, it's interesting. We'll see what little, little, maybe what giant secrets are going to be exposed to the people. Oh, this makes me think, just popped into my head. So we just, my hubby and I were watching movies last night and we happened upon this old movie called Soylent, Soylent, Soylent Green from, it was 1973, I think it was made. Charlton Heston was the lead actor in it. It was an apocalyptic film about shit going down in society and it was based in the timeline of 2022 which I thought was like, what the hell? How interesting is that? So the theory, the, the whole storyline was so reminiscent of what is going on in the world right now. And that was done, what, like 50 years ago? This movie was made. Like so many of the themes were like, it was pretty, I would love to tell you the how it ends up because it's so like shocking and terrible and reminds me of things that are going on now with like what we're supposed to be eating and our food supply being compromised and um, tampered with, like all the all the places in the states, all the food factories in the states being burnt down, and Bill Gates owning like so much of the farmland and shutting down the farms all across the world. So there's there's you know definitely evidence of our food supply being messed with, and this was sort of the theme of this movie as well, which was interesting. My nephews even had to do for their, like, a special report in school, they had to investigate and report on, do like a, a, a book report sort of thing on, in Canada, in Ontario, one of the things that they're doing there to help with the food supply is that we have apparently like one of the biggest cricket factories in the world. And one of the things that my nephews were like presenting, they were learning from school, how important a food source bugs were and how we in Canada are so fortunate to have this big factory that we're like making crickets that I guess we're going to turn into food. I just find it interesting that, you know, they're already in grade school teaching kids that this is a good thing to eat and that we're going to be able to eat this if we ever need to. And they're actually doing it right now. So this whole movie reminded me of that. It also reminded me of kind of like the stuff that's going on behind the scenes that we don't even real like realize. The movie, I mean, it's super dark when you find out what's going on, but I don't want to spoil it. I want to tell you at the same time, you might want to go watch it. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. It's pretty cheesy, a lot of it, but some of it, you know, really held up well for the last 50 years. 
the acting was over the top back then. It was a little more than now, but it might be worth a watch. So also interesting, the timing that they had went forward to 2022 and this was what was going on in 2020. There was riots and upset and anyway, it was very interesting. The climate, they were talking about um, the greenhouse effect and the climate, there was no trees anymore and just very interesting stuff. So that, the, the lunar eclipse, full moon in Scorpio, it can rule the dark stuff or the stuff that we don't want to deal with. So keep that in mind. It's opposite Uranus and Mercury, which gives us this like definite, like our thoughts or what we're going to learn or information that we're going to get is going to be sudden. And I believe that always that Uranus is very much there to liberate us. And I've experienced it that way. I imagine if it was aspected poorly, it could have you like, ah, making, throwing the baby out with the bathwater sort of thing where you change just to change. Like Aquarians often will have, they have a hard time getting into intimate relationships because it's kind of getting in the way of their to true and total freedom. So it's that kind of energy. Freedom is very important and being liberated and able to follow our own our own thing is important. So on this full moon, make sure that you keep track of what's going on. I'm sure that you really won't have a choice but to, to see what's going on. It's probably going to be right in your face. Freight coming leading up to it from Monday the 1st to the 4th of May, we do have other big stuff going, like Pluto is going retrograde. So that it's just dipped into Aquarius and then by June 11th, it will be back into Capricorn and it won't go back again into Aquarius for good until 2024. So this energy is like allowing us to again go back over this territory. So that's interesting. And Pluto is like power and Capricorn can often have to do with like the structures of our society, control. Like when the whole pandemic started, there was like Pluto and Jupiter and Saturn and Mars, I believe, were all in the same place in Capricorn. So there was just this just opportunity for an, a major power grab in society and a major control over the way the world works. So I kind of wonder if that will be happening again as Pluto backs up into Capricorn or perhaps there will be some sort of reckoning where it backs up into Capricorn and reveals what went down to the larger populace, which would be very interesting. So keep aware of that. Pluto, wherever it is in our charts, it makes us transform. There's always this sort of like tower moment, like things weren't built on solid ground and we need to know the truth and that will liberate us. It's that kind of energy. There's often sort of, you have to leave this behind so that you can move towards this. And where we're moving towards is our growth and, you know, becoming who we're meant to be. So whatever's in the way of you doing that authentically has to go. And Pluto will make sure of that. Uranus will make sure of that. So just be willing to let go if you need to let go because Pluto's good at that. And then we'll also gain power from that and trust in ourselves and trust in the process when we're able to sort of let go of the reins a little and especially the decisions that you make now, make sure that you consider all involved when you make them because that's one thing Pluto is is pretty hard on us if we're being inherently selfish or things that we're doing are only thinking of ourselves or profiting or whatever. Like if it's selfish, when Pluto's around, it usually kicks our ass in some way and we get like caught or we get, you know, we get thrown in jail or we get 
caught cheating and, and blow up our whole lives with our beautiful family or, or we get caught embezzling or whatever. What, whatever we're doing in kind of inappropriately, that gets sorted out. Pluto, or that same day, Monday, when Pluto goes retrograde, we do have the Sun conjunct Mercury. So that also makes me think that there could be this clear thinking going on. Like we can we can see what's a happening. It it's it's now like this smooth understanding. Things are being revealed. So interesting. What is going to be revealed? Coming up on the right before the full moon, we do have Venus squaring Neptune. That can be tricky. It can make us feel like disappointed or confused maybe too, like feeling confused about what is it that we value? And and are we, do we love the right person? And does the right person love us? And it, it can just make us sort of unsure or Neptune makes things fuzzy and it's squaring Venus. So the things that we value, the things that we love, it could have to do with money and finances. So I would not take any risks around this full moon, especially even just around during the, the eclipse portal that we're in. Just because it's risky. You don't know. It's wild card energy. You don't know how it's all going to come out. So it's better to just sort of like what what was set into motion will manifest kind of, you know, 10 days before and 10 days after this eclipse period. And usually when eclipses happen, it's di like what's on the other side is different than what came before. Like it, it's a totally different life. This is how part of the way we keep evolving as humans. So lean into the change. Don't be in a panic about it and, and like, you know, do your Scorpio things. There is a really nice energy right before the full moon with Venus sextiling Jupiter. It kind of counteracts this confusing energy we have with Neptune and Venus, which will help. And Jupiter wants good things for us. It can, it, it brings our, they're, they're, those are two benefit planets coming together to bless us in some way. So be open to the blessings and be open to the ideas. Sometimes blessings will come in ideas or situations or people or pineapple or, you know, black cherries or whatever you like, whatever the blessings might be. They can come in all forms. So keep open to those. The weekend, we actually have Venus moving into Cancer where it will be much more comfortable than when it is in Mar or when it is in Gemini. So you might, and the moon is moving into Sag, which can also, again, be like a, it's a good sort of buoyant energy will feel better I think once this energy has released a little bit thank goodness because there's a lot going on there's a lot of future creating happening and looking back to make sure that we're letting go what we need to let go you know follow your heart that's the best leader or guide that you have make your decisions out of love and compassion and fairness and justice and harmony and peace and coming from the heart you really can't go wrong that is the forecast for this week good luck i'll see you on the other side and i'll be here to post you next week many blessings and thank you so much for listening